You're listening to The Whatcom Report, a Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce program in partnership with KGMI. Good morning and welcome to The Whatcom Report on KGMI News Talk 790. My name is Ray Deck. I serve as CEO and founder at Skookum Kids, a foster care organization here in town. Uh, but this morning, my role is host. Um, and uh, I'm speaking with Paul Hansen at, at Village Books. Uh, we're talking about Whatcom Reads. This is a, an annual community-wide program to read a specific book. Um, often the book has a local connection. It's a lot of fun. And the committee who, who selects this book does a great job. It's always a, a really excellent you know, uh, read. And the author usually visits the area to speak and sign books, and, and that's fun too. And there are there are a lot of Whatcom Reads uh, related events all over the community. And I wanted to talk to Paul about uh, he's one of the co-owners um, of Village Books. He's deeply involved in in Whatcom Reads. I wanted to talk about the program and and more generally about the role that events can play in building a community uh, and and building a business. It should be a lot of fun, uh, and I hope you stick around. This is Barry Barometer reporting live from outside Linden Sheet Metal. It appears there is a high level of traffic around the building. I'm going in to investigate. Rose, do you know the cause of all this activity? I do. You have heard about Christmas in July sales. Well, we thought why not do the opposite and have a summer in the New Year event? Hmm. Sounds intriguing. What details can you provide? All gas fireplaces, furnaces, heat pumps, and air conditioners are on sale with discounts up to $900. There are still utility rebates and there are tax credits too. We also offer financing up to 18 months with no interest if paid within terms. Why buy now, Rose? Lots of reasons. To save on utility bills, stay warmer in the winter, and to beat the rush of those who waited and be ready for cooling this summer. There you have it, folks. Call today and take advantage of Linden Sheet Metal's Summer in the New Year event. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest since 1940. Sold to bidder 126. The March Consignment Equipment Auction at Meridian Equipment in Laurel is scheduled to begin on March 11th. The auction will be held online. Consignments are now being taken until the auction commences on March 11th. Contact Meridian Equipment today for more information. Meridian Equipment, selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 till noon on Guide Meridian in Laurel. Visit MeridianEQ.com today to explore what Meridian Equipment can do for you. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Watkin Report on KGMI News Talk 790. This is Ray Deck, founder and CEO at Skookum Kids. I'm serving as host this morning and speaking with Paul Hansen from Village Books. Paul, thank you for taking the time. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for the invitation. So uh, tell me about Watkin Reads. Oh, golly. It's been around for a really long time. We started in 2009, and it's... Uh, it's a community reads program, and uh, it's inspired by the uh, Seattle All Community Reads that Nancy Pearl started many years ago and was a huge success, and it kind of sweeped the nation after that, and 
it's a it's a, a teamwork between Village Books and all the libraries in Whatcom County to pick a book and uh, just publicize the heck out of it and make a lot of community partnerships and a series of events around it to explore the books as deeply as we can. So how how did that get started in Whatcom? Is that somebody visited Seattle and went to a, a like a Seattle Reads event and thought this is cool? You know what? We need one of these up north. <laughs> oh, probably. You know, the uh, librarians all talk to each other, and independent bookstores, even though we're independent, we all talk to each other. And um, the it, it just takes somebody who has the moxie to put it together and decide to get it decided to get it going. And in this case, um, there were a lot of people, but. Uh, two of the prime movers were real icons and um, maybe behind the scenes to some people, but Joan Aroldi and Linda Lambert were very instrumental in the Wacom library system of getting it started and um, immediately partnered with Village Books uh, to uh, help put this thing together. And of course, Chuck and Dee Robinson were instrumental in getting it up and running as well. Um, there are lots of other people, but boy, that's just a few names. Um, people who are community builders and passionate about books and literacy. Uh, that's what it takes. And we've been at it now here in Whatcom for, you said since 2009, is that yeah, right? Yeah, 2009. Yeah, that's quite a run. Um, and it's one book, right? It's one book for the year. How does that book get chosen? It's been chosen a few different ways over the years and different uh, committees. Uh, we, uh, it, it, the, the title selection is usually pretty deep. Uh, the way it's picked is we read the books. We read the books and try to decide what is going to uh, resonate well with the community, what's some good topics that uh, will um, be good discussion points. And we really try to pick a book that has a lot of doorways into it, that a lot of organiz different organizations, a variety of people will really resonate with them and want to explore the, the book in those different ways. And I, I think we do a, a bang up job every year uh, of uh, getting the both dynamic authors and really interesting books that have a lot of uh, meat to them. Uh, the the book is is often is uh, you know like a literary nonfiction. Or there's been a lot of history in the mix, but this year's book is is fiction. Mm -hmm. I know there have been a couple of kind of novels or or you know collections of, of fiction kind of along the way. Um, is that a you try to balance fiction versus nonfiction? Um, maybe I think it's more topic based. And even if it's fiction, it's fiction that has uh, enough of a nonfiction element and uh, relevance to the world around us and to topics that are top of mind for our, our region and our community to to explore. Um, I'm trying to think just for example, uh, Ruth Azeki's book many years ago, Tale for the Time Being. Uh, it was uh, it's it explored a lot of topics, but some of them were uh, school bullying, and um, that wasn't the the primary focus of the book. But it was that aspect that um, really um, gave us an opportunity to, to explore that and um, see its effects and uh, prevention. And so, yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm going to jump a little bit off topic. Somebody asked me once if I read any self help books. And my answer at the time was pithy, but I actually it's played out true. Every book I read is a self-help book because there's always something you can pull out of it to improve your life. If if you read the right books and you read them in the right way, that's yeah. really the case. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting to me. Reading is a um, it's a pretty solitary activity. You know, you sit down and it, you know 
like there there is the occasional odd duck who will like read a book aloud to someone but uh you know big you know substantial meaty books like this pretty much you're reading it and, and it's like you and your thoughts right you yeah. and, your, and the the author's thoughts right captured mm -hmm. in written form and you and your thoughts as you interpret it that's a really solitary activity but there aren't many things that build a sense of togetherness so much as having th this like shared experience of reading a book together at the same time and sort of reflecting on it and sharing about it, which that's, you know, Whatcom, Whatcom reads in addition to sort of picking a book and we all read it together. You know, there's a number of events, community events connected to um uh, the book and about the book um, that are that are really important community building events. Um, I understand the author typically visits the community. Is that set and scheduled this year? Yes, it sure is. And you said that really well. It's true. Um, it 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 takes the the solitary experience of uh, reading into a shared experience and how we experience each experience the books in a different way. Uh, yeah, the uh, Just Walter is going to be visiting. Actually, he arrives on. Uh, March 1st, and he'll his kickoff for his series of events starts uh, actually here at the bookstore. He's going to be at a, a book group at Evolve called Life Between the Pages, where they do this extraordinary thing of uh, building a five-course meal around the themes of the book uh, that explore it in this uh, culinary, metaphorical way, and also has a drink pairing with it that um, I, I had never experienced anything like it um, before I uh, attended one of their dinners. And I think uh, Jess and the other uh, attendees will be suitably impressed and full at the end of it. <laughs> and, and for folks who maybe haven't been in Village for a while, uh, Evolve is the is the restaurant on that on that top floor there, um, which they they moved in maybe just pre pandemic. Can't remember exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pre-pandemic, it was 2019, I think, 2018. Yeah. yeah, and they've really, really taken that space and the and the uh, um, the food experience, food and drink experience, up to a new level. Yeah, it's really um, evolved into something extraordinary. Ah, <laughs> ooh, wow, yes, well done. One put points on the board there for Mr. Hansen. And <laughs> um, folks can obviously get a copy of of this year's. So, and what we didn't say, what is this year's book? Uh, this year, oh, good, good golly, yes. Uh, Just Walter's book, uh, Cold Millions, is the book this year. And uh, if you haven't started reading it yet, there's still time to read it before he gets here. Um, but you know, uh, we I've always got a rule in book groups that even if you uh, haven't read the book, you're still welcome to come and listen to it, uh, listen to the discussion about it. Just don't uh, be upset if we give away the ending. <laughs> That's, that is a different kind of way to experience it. I, you know, I really like the book group experience and that you know the traditional way is you read the book and then you go to the discussion or listen to the author and participate mm -hmm. but i've done it the other way too and it's it's that's also kind of fun where you know you'll like I, i've been to you know um uh you know an author will visit village books and i will not have read that author but i'm curious about the book and i'll go and listen to the author talk about it and answer questions and then i'll read the book having had their perspective and it's that's an it it does you're right it, it is a little bit like you know watching a tv show kind of knowing how it ends yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? or conversely uh, people uh, often will see a movie that's made from a book first um, yes and then they'll go and read the book after and say okay now i really want to explore because i want to know what the characters are thinking beyond so you're, what i'm seeing right 
Yeah. So you're saying there's no wrong way. No, no <laughs> wrong way. There's lots of doorways to experience and enjoy a book. <laughs> and folks can obviously get a copy of it at Village Books. And I understand that the libraries in town stock uh, lots of copies of that title. So if cost is prohibitory for folks, it, there's a lot of ways to get a hold of this book. Oh, yeah, uh, and definitely. And that that's one of the criteria for the books is that it's um, available in multiple formats uh, at the library and at the at the bookstore. Uh, large print, regular size, hardcover, paperback, audio. Um, golly, I'm, I'm sure there's ebook. There's uh, any format that you can read. We try, try to make sure that it's available. Awesome. Okay, let's take a break, and and when we come back, I want to dive in a little more on this specific book and what makes it stand out to you. Great. Where do you go to find the best steakhouse between Seattle and Vancouver, B.C.? Northwest Washington's famed Steakhouse at Silver Reef is the place for award-winning, unforgettable fine dining. Savor our Northwest-sourced, dry-aged USDA prime steaks. Finish to perfection in our 1,800-degree broiler. Immerse yourself in world-class elegance. Browse our award-winning wine and spirit list, while our attentive staff help to create lasting memories. Reservations are recommended through SilverReefCasino.com or by calling Silver Reef Casino Resort. At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation-filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms? Yep. Championship golf? Mm-hmm. Top-rated casino with all the best slots and table games? Yes and yes. World-class dining at the region's best and Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort. Located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. Business owners, developers, and property managers, if you need to get your fire sprinkler system up to code, tested, or repaired, trust Columbia Fire as your true one-stop shop for annual testing, maintenance, and installation. Marty Bootstra here with Columbia Fire, and we've protected the Northwest for over 35 years. Columbia Fire offers quick same-day service, so if it's urgent, we're here 24-7. Schedule your fire sprinkler service at ColumbiaFire.net. That's ColumbiaFire.net. Every day, KGMI brings you the latest news and information, and we also give you a chance to express your opinion on a major news story of the day. Go to KGMI.com anytime and take part in our daily news poll to see what others are thinking and add your voice. We'll have an update during the KGMI afternoon news, and we'll give you a final tally and a new question each day during the KGMI morning news. Be part of the conversation with the KGMI daily news poll, another informative and free feature from KGMI. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back to the Whatcom Report on KGMI News Talk 790. This is Ray Deck from Skookum Kids serving as host. I'm speaking with Paul Hansen of Village Books, and we are talking about Whatcom Reads, our community-wide annual reading program. Paul, thanks for thanks for spending a little time with me. No, this is great. So this year's book is The Cold Millions by Jess Walter, which is a novel. This is fiction this year. Um, uh, tell me a little about this book and, and why it was chosen, why the, why the committee, uh, the selection committee picked this one out of the many great options that are available out there. Yeah, happy to. And in fact, Jess Walter himself is uh, such an amazing writer, and he has a, a great 
um, a, tone, a bibliography of other great novels to choose from. Uh, this one particularly resonated um, with the selection committee uh, because it takes place, well, it's regional and his books aren't necessarily regional. Uh, Beautiful Ruins, for example, takes place in Greece. Um, but this one takes place in Spokane, which though it's not uh, west of the mountains, uh, certainly Washington can be qualified as regional and uh, the characters come over to, um, to Seattle. But it's, uh, it's set during a time that the, um, in 1909 during Spokane's free speech riots, and it's free speech riots around uh, a lot of union activity. They were trying to promote the unions there in Spokane and the police force didn't like it that much. And the local uh, um, bigwigs didn't like it that much. So they're really suppressing a, a, a lot of the activities and the union members that were just trying to speak out about the issues. And so it turned from a union issue to a free speech issue. And uh, there's a lot of history to this, but there's also a lot of really colorful characters in Spokane's history that illustrate a, a, a lot of the um, issues and uh, even the, the the fun of the era. There's the vaudeville aspect uh, that was uh, big at the time. Uh, there's also the itinerant workers, and um, the there's murder and mayhem and mystery that was happening in Spokane, and hugely colorful characters that just rise. Uh, Jeff uh, Jess Walter does a great job of uh, taking them and giving them full form and putting the flesh on their bones, so to speak. Uh, and it's this is a it's a crime story. Would you call it a crime story, uh, like a whodunit detective story, or not quite? I I wouldn't call it that. I I think this is one of those books that I I, I think historical fiction is probably one of the best ways to call it because it's a human story. So yeah. it's got romance, it's got mystery, it's got crime, it's got corruption. It's it, there's just a whole lot of humanity to it. It's interesting because because a lot of historical fiction is connected to an event that we you know may, we may have learned about in in uh, you know in in like in high school social studies class or something you know it's connected to like a big war or a you know the depression or right so a big like uh, a president <laughs> right some some big like uh, historical headline and like this the 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 free speech riots in in you know the the early right the aughts uh, in Spokane is certainly an important event in the in the history of that city, and there are probably parallel right um, uh, like local events like that. But it's it's you know be it's an interesting opportunity to look deep into a, a historical event that's probably less known. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, to and, a lot and, of us. And by illustrating it and the and the humanity around it, it there's a it brings a, a universality to the uh, regionalist to it. So, I mean, this book can be read anywhere in America and anywhere in the world where um, labor rights, human rights, um, <laughs> emotions, <laughs> everything. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the the connection to this moment in time, like why this book this year seems real obvious to me. There's there's, you know, so so much civic unrest right in the last couple of years um, here regionally and across the United States. Uh, lots of questions of, you know, um, uh, uh, inequality and um, uh, sort of uh, uh, sort of imagining what is the world going to look like right in in the post-COVID era. So yeah, um, it yeah. seems really resonant. 
It, it's um, funny when we picked these books, um, we actually chose this book a year and a half ago. So uh, oftentimes we'll pick the book when it's not necessarily an issue at the time. And it's a, a little prescient what we've chosen and a little bit of foreshadowing. And then once we announce the book, it's like, wow, that's really relevant right now. So yeah, <laughs> good. So, it's nice of history to be paying so close attention to you guys and what books you pick. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I do notice that trend that you know, the the list of past Block Come Reads titles is is really illustrious. Um, I think I started paying attention in in 2015 uh, when the the title was uh, The Boys in the Boat, which you know became a, a right a national phenomenon. Do you notice that different titles or genres bring bring out different kinds of readers into participating in in the program? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, we we have, uh, I think, loyal fans of the program who discovered it on the, the first year when Sherman Alexi, um, absolutely two diaries of a part-time Indian, he was the debut author, um, who have been following it since the beginning, and they have that faith in the process. And uh, even if they've never heard of the book, they realize that we were pretty discerning with our the books that we pick. But yeah, you nailed it. If uh, Boys in the Boat is what drew you into the program, um, that resonated with you. And the year before that, you just missed it. Cheryl Strayed came for Wild, and boy, that hit a um, um, that hit a big chord. And again, we picked, uh, we invited her before she was picked by Oprah. Uh, so we uh, had nailed her for for this commitment before she was then unattainable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you do have to get them early, I bet. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about this year's festivities. What what kinds of events are planned? Um, obviously, Jess is visiting, right? It's going to kick off um, uh, the week at, at their village with an, an event. And, and um, then there's, a, I think, a big speaking engagement typically, right? But often in Mount Baker Theater. So, so what other festivities do you have in store? Yeah, he's going to be here for uh, three days. So, I, yeah, I missed March 1st. We got talking about Evolve, but then nothing else. The next day, he's going to do a book group up in uh, Deming, which uh, Deming Library. And then uh, later that day, we're, he's going to be on the Chuckin' Out Radio Hour. We're going to be at the Hotel Leo at the Crystal Ballroom there. That'll be fantastic. Um, and then also, uh, I think the next day is going to be at Mount Baker Theater and um, visiting Allied Arts to check out some of the art that uh, artists have done that are inspired by the Cold Millions. And I'm sure there's something else peppered in there, but at the very last thing is going to be on Friday on his way out of town. We're going to be doing a virtual event for anybody who might have missed him and kind of a recap on the, the few days. But um, boy, in addition to that, we've got tons of other events that we have that don't even involve him, but um, they involve the book. And it, as I was saying before, the different doorways to explore the book, along with our community partners, uh, there's a great display of the vintage vaudevillians at the, at the Light Catcher Museum. Uh, that explores that aspect. We have one at, um, at Village Books talking about the IWW today. We've got writers that, for Wacom Rights that have written books inspired by the theme between fact and fiction. I, I could spend all day talking about our events and it's really robust, but if you go to wacomreads.org, you'll see all the events that are around it. 
But it sounds like a little something for everybody. And I was going to joke that unless you're in Cabo the first week of March, then <laughs> there's going to be an event for you. But it sounds like a virtual event on Friday that week. So even if you are in Cabo, you, you know, <laughs> that's right. We, set. we really want to make it accessible to everybody. Uh, that's great to hear. OK, well, stick around. Um, uh, uh, when we come back from from break here, I want to talk to you about this um, uh, uh, strategy of using events to, to grow a community. I know that's been core to Village Books. Um, for many years. So I want to talk about how you guys think about the role that events play in, in the business. Great. Now you can mow, dig, grade, haul, and more with the perfect solution for your property, a Branson tractor. Save your back and your wallet with one of our compact but powerful tractors here at Farmers Equipment Company. Stop by and choose from our full line of Bransons to take on your toughest tasks. With tractors from 19 to 55 horsepower, we have a Branson compact or utility tractor that is perfect for you. Want to use a rotary cutter to tame that tall brush on your property? You can do that. What about snagging a scoop from that pile of gravel to maintain your driveway free of potholes? You can do that too. Branson's six-year warranty along with our factory trained technicians will make sure your new tractor is always running great. Get the tractor you want and the peace of mind you need at Farmers Equipment Company. To learn more, visit us online at farmersequip.com or stop by our locations in Linden or Burlington today. Farmers Equipment Company, serving the Pacific Northwest for over 86 years. The snow is dubbing in the mountains and foothills, which means it's time to gear up for winter fun. When it comes to outdoor play in the wintertime, nobody beats Mount Baker Motorsports in Bellingham. They're your authorized Arctic Cat snowmobile and off-road dealer and have everything you need for your winter adventures. Mount Baker Motorsports offers an extensive parts and accessories department, apparel for the winter riding season, and a service team for all repairs and upgrades to your existing sleds. Are you working outside during the cold and snowy season? Mount Baker Motorsports has you covered. They have an extensive selection of ATVs and side-by-sides that can be fitted with snow plows, cabin closures and heater systems to ensure that you can get the job done. Stop by and visit Mount Baker Motorsports today at the corner of Woburn and Iowa in Bellingham or check them out online at mountbakermoto.com. Mount Baker Motorsports, Whatcom County's premier power sports dealer featuring Arctic Cat, Kawasaki, KTM, CF Moto, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. We don't have the usual traffic jams that they have in the big city. But sometimes, things happen to snarl everything up. Depend on KGMI to keep you cruising to your destination with KGMI Traffic Alerts. We'll tell you where the trouble spots are. And if you see problems on the road, give us a call at 360-676-5464 so we can spread the word. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. Whatcom County and Northwest Washington offer endless beauty, and our phones make it possible for us to capture it instantly. And now KGMI is giving you another way to share your incredible pictures with Whatcom Wanderings. Just go to KGMI.com, look for Whatcom Wanderings, post your photos, and tell us where you took them. So share your pictures of our area's incredible beauty and complexity with Whatcom Wanderings at KGMI.com. 
Coming soon to a lawn or garden near you, it's Vista Materials, the new branch of Perry Pellet. Opening early March, Vista Materials has the mulch, soil, gravel, and other landscaping products you'll need to turn your property into a thing of beauty. Stop by on March 10th and 11th for their grand opening celebration. Located off of Grandview and Vista at exit 266 near Perry Pellet. Family owned and operated, visit vistamaterialsinc.com to learn more. Vista Materials, just north of Ferndale, because Roots Matter. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. And welcome back once again to the Watkin Report on KGMI News Talk 790. This is Ray Deck serving as host this morning. I'm speaking with Paul Hansen of Village Books. And we're talking about uh, what we've been talking about, Watkin Reads, our, our community's um, organization-wide annual reading program. The book this year is called The Cold Millions uh, Novel by Jess Walter. Uh, so be sure you grab that and join in. Festivities really begin in earnest at the beginning of March, so you still got time. Um, but, Paul, I want to talk to you just in, about sort of in general terms about the role that events play at Village Books. Um, I was you know, part of a writing group there for a while, and I've attended readings. Uh, you know, authors will attend. Um, uh, and, and, you know, those are all so much fun. You guys host the Chuck and a radio, radio hour, of course, and just lots of, it just always seems to feel like there's always something to do at the bookstore. How do you think about events and the role that they play, bringing people into the shop and, and building a community of readers and, and thinkers at, at Village Books? Right, right. Well, they, uh, I'm, I'm remembering back, I was talking to Chuck and Dee about when they first started Village Books, and they had a few events that they were throwing on, and they um, they weren't very well attended. And so they talked to another store, and they said, so what are we doing wrong? What should we do different? And they said, throw more events. <laughs> I love and it. so then it's not a question of, uh, oh, gosh, I, I wonder if there's anything happening at Village Books. The, the question is, what's happening at Village Books today? And the we we see it as a um, there's that concept of a, a third place, uh, which the uh, if you're not familiar with it, the sociologist Ray Oldenburg talked about uh, the places where you spend your time are uh, first place is at home, the second place is at work, and the third place is that place where you also spend your time that's not home or work. So uh, third place books got their name from that. Um, but obviously, it's uh, a place that a lot of bookstores serve, and that's one of the things that we aspire to do is to be a place that you can come and experience and spend an aspect of your life uh, that's not to do with home or work and connect with other people. And um, talk to Frances McHugh, who was the, uh, one of the founders of Hugo House, and talk to her about that. Um, I was talking to her about that the other day and said, so, well, the first thing you do is create a space. And then you invite people to participate in it. And then uh, so was whenever there's a book that we're going to have an event for, the first question we ask ourselves is what uh, is there an organization in Bellingham 
that would, or in the Northwest that this resonates with, that they would be interested in being a part of. So um, yeah, kind of one, one book leading to another and books bringing us together is that idea. Yeah, so I, with this uh, third place idea, and I am familiar with that notion, you know, it's, it's homework and then what's the third place, you know, and, and uh, it, it sounds like an, an aspiration to, to um, you know, make Village Books the third place. You're, you're, you're somewhat challenging my uh, uh, middle class uh, uh, assumption of, of uh, propriety that I should not go into a store unless I intend to buy something. Mm. Um, but that's that's somewhat flat. The, the third place is different than that. Third place is go spend your time, hang out. You may buy something this trip. You may buy something next trip. Um, that's a really different kind of approach to a. Uh, uh, it's it's more than it's certainly more than a store. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, and and that's uh, I think the mezzanine is a really good uh, mezzanine level. The top floor where Evolve is is probably a great demonstration of that. Um, we've had the cafe up there for um, golly since the beginning, um, but it wasn't until a few years back we were trying to figure out, you know, th this is underutilized. What can we do to really uh, give this a space where people can can be? And since Evolve has the sit down dinner service, we wanted to be able to have a place that people could use their laptops or have meetings. And being able to turn people over in a restaurant is more of a challenge if they're sitting there with the laptop enjoying a coffee all day. But we still wanted to provide that space. So we uh, remodeled the writer's corner and the bookstore balcony. And uh, I, I, I get goosebumps every time I go out there and I see the mezzanine full of people enjoying it, either having meetings. Um, uh, we have client um, uh, editors meet with uh, writing clients and they're going over their books. Uh, so not just writing their books, they're creating their books and publishing their books here. So yeah, we, um, we realize that people, um, experience a space in different ways and have different needs and we try to uh, fulfill them all although we'll never be if you're coming here for a rave this is not the spot there's plenty <laughs> no no there, it does it does have a an appropriately bookish vibe to it right. i would say <clears throat> so the uh the linden location opened in 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 uh in 2015 i remember yeah. that because it was the year skookum opened too and, and oh, um nice. We've been talking about, like, I think you and I both have had the uh, the, the the Fairhaven location in our minds as mm -hmm. we discuss this sense of place. Could you talk about how you're building, you know, um, is, is, is the, do you think the same way about the Linden location as a third place? Yeah, well, you know, thank you for asking that. The uh, I think we always envisioned it that, and we're still trying to get to that. One of the limitations that we have is just space. Um, fortunately, there is a community room that the hotel, uh, in collaboration with us, we, um, they were very, first of all, the folks who built the hotel or rebuilt the hotel were extremely open to input from us on, uh, design ideas and, and how to, um, make this, uh, make it a space that emulated what we're doing in Fairhaven. And in fact, uh, when we first approached them and said, we were interested in going, uh, in, in being one of the tenants there, they said, well, that's kind of amazing because when we were thinking about the design of this, we were looking at, we kept saying, boy, you know, isn't it great how Village Books has all these doorways open into the other areas and they've got places where people can be interconnected and come and spend their time. And then we approached, they said, why did we think of that? 
<laughs> but uh, right now it's just space considerations. And in fact, uh, we're looking at this year, uh, the downstairs area where we've had uh, various things in there, again, trying to figure out how to give people a place to gather. Uh, we're gonna be working on a games room down there and a place for people to come and enjoy games together. So uh, we'll see if that flies. And um, as my mother always says, run it up the flagpole and see if anybody salutes. But first you gotta create the space and then invite people to participate in it. That's the playbook. Look at look at you breaking news on Waka Report <laughs> first thing on a Sunday morning. That's what I like. So um, if uh, you know, because it was switch back to your Wacom Reads hat for a minute. Yeah. So if it, a, a business or employer really wanted you know uh, to to use Wacom Reads as an opportunity to build community, maybe you know among their vendors or their customers or their staff, what what ad advice would you give? Would you would you point them in any particular direction? Like, hey, here's the here's the best event type to start with. What do you think? Right, right. Well, you know, Walk and Reads is pretty exclusive and it's by invitation only. We really don't like outsiders. <laughs> this is, listen, you <laughs> no, have I'm cornered, totally kidding. <laughs> you've cornered the pun market. So now with the sarcasm, oh, I don't, yeah. I mean. Sorry, I try not to speak sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, uh, we, when we come up with the book from day one, we're trying to brainstorm about organizations that we can partner with that might conceivably be interested in joining us. And um, we, from friends and family to professionals to organizations, we come up with whatever we can. And if there's any organization that epitomizes that idea of yes and, I would say Walker Reads is one of them. Because uh, if anybody comes to us and says, I'm interested in this book and this aspect of the book, and I'd love to participate in it and to help explore some of the topics and help my business be a part of it, then the, the Walker Reads is that organization. Uh, and I would say first, if you're ever interested, go to walkerreads.org and uh, look at sponsorship is one possibility, but um, most of, just like with Village Books, most of our sponsorships aren't transactional. They're not monetary. They're more dynamic and collaborative. And um, we always look at ways that we can partner together to create something, a third thing that um, uh, surpasses any of our two organizations and makes something beautiful. So yeah, we're just go there and get in touch with somebody. We'll bring it on. That's whatcomreads.com. Org, yeah. uh, is the address. That's great. Okay, uh, let's take a break. This is a great conversation. Uh, and and uh, when we come back, I wanna I wanna make sure that we get all the all the, the village books news from you. Um, uh, so stick around. Honey, look what I brought home. Not a cat. You know I'm allergic. Well, you know what they say. When the cat's away, the mice will play. <laughs> Why didn't you just call Biobug? Have you had enough of playing cat and mouse? Biobug Pest Management is here to help. Whether you have rats or mice in your business, residence, or commercial building, Biobug is committed to providing a solution that's right for you. To learn more and get your free quote, visit Biobug.com. Biobug Pest Management. Service you trust. Experience you expect. Now hiring service text. Enjoy your retirement at Meadow Greens, a retirement community offering warm, welcoming, independent, and assisted living apartments. Located on a premier golf course in beautiful Linden with panoramic views of green rolling hills and snow-capped mountains, Meadow Greens offers a fitness center, wellness programs, tailored social and recreational activities, and complimentary unlimited golf play with cart at Homestead Golf Club. One- and two-bedroom apartments with full kitchens are available, offering the freedom of eating in or enjoying 
enjoying a more social meal at the Outward Nine Restaurant or the Duck Hook Bistro. Then relax with a glass of wine with friends or cozy up next to the fireplace with a good book in the library lounge. Meadow Greens can also be of help when it's time to transition from an independent apartment to assisted living. Call Meadow Greens today to arrange a private tour at 354-8200 and online at meadowgreenslinden.com. The grass is always greener at Meadow Greens. Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Vibrant USA, Pacific Security, Lighthouse Mission Ministries, Feller Heating and Air Conditioning, and Columbia Fire. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Welcome back to the Watkin Report on KGMI News Talk 790. Ray Depp here serving as host and talking with Paul Hansen of Village Books. Um, let's take a few minutes to talk about Village Books. You, know, you Kelly, Sarah, became co-owners. I've seen you use the term uh, steward of Village Books uh, in, in, in 2017. So uh, how have the last six years been? Have it been, been about like you expected or, or, uh, or different in some ways? Oh, yeah. We totally expected all the events of the last six years to be just about what they were. <laughs> <laughs> you, had, you had global pandemic penciled in on your Exactly, family. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I remember when we were first considering buying the store, uh, Chuck and Dee asked us what we were most afraid of because none of us um, have started our lives or careers as store owners. Um, and most of it was just the unknown, which you can't do anything about. Um, uh, so we addressed a lot of our fears and we and we got going, but uh, certainly nothing over the last six years prepared us. And we talked to Chuck and D every year and say uh, they asked uh, we asked them, so do you regret selling the store? And they say absolutely not. And they say do you regret buying it? And after a short pause, they said no, <laughs> we didn't uh, because. I, I think we've faced, and I don't say this lightly, some of the most turbulent times we've had um, since they started the store. And um, they've said to us that um, they're frankly glad that we took this on because they don't know if they would have been equipped to have to handle it. But um, that's just them being humble. They they gave us a whole lot of tools to be able to manage things. And um, one of the things that uh, was extremely valuable was uh, how to respond to change and um and, and how to uh, prepare for it and um so we 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 looked ahead whenever there was something really odd happening and coming on the horizon we looked ahead um and the first thing we looked at was what are our core beliefs and what are the things that we stand for and what decisions are we going to make to um, honor those and then we figure out the details later it's it's a pretty interesting business configuration. You got the, the Fairhaven location and the Linden location, and you've got uh, Paper Dreams also, which is a, it's you know it's like that would be uh, just a completely different right um, uh, style of shop. How does your I guess time split? Is there Paper Dreams in Linden? Is one question, and then um, how does your time split kind of between the is that three sites? Right, right. Um, the, there is a Paper Dreams up in Linden. It's a uh, we have Village Books and Paper Dreams because of space constraints all combined into one. 
And Gee. because over the last uh, 10 years or so, we've really been combining the village books and paper dreams in Fairhaven as well, much more integrated. Um, that was a, it was, it was a natural course. Um, probably the time that we spend on it is the time we need to spend on it. Uh, Linden's, I, I think about a 10th of the size and scale. So we spend about a 10th of our time there. Um, we've got a wonderful manager in place, uh, Troy uh, Luganville, which is, um, uh, he was the former uh, executive director of the Linden Historical Museum there. And, uh, oh my gosh, he knows Linden and knows the history and knows the story of Linden very well. Um, with Paper Dreams, uh, that's that's a sizable piece of our business. And um, it's, they're just like every book leads to another organization also there's most ties between the books and the gifts that we carry so um we uh one of the things that we started in the pandemic that um some people might not be aware of and, and this was a um the how are we going to honor our core beliefs and and keep doing things when we can't have people in the door <laughs> uh, and we had to shut our business down um, to to people coming in so we created care packages and we've and home delivery and so we said if you want to be able to connect with each other this is a way that we can help so give us a, a answer these questions that personalizes the recipient and we'll go pick the shelves for you we'll pick a book we'll pick the gifts and we'll put this lovely everyone is completely personalized that we do for each customer and um, during the pandemic and we still do we do home deliveries for them and there was a family in Australia that bought a birthday present for their family member here in Bellingham. So we drove it up to them and dropped it on their front porch and sang happy birthday. And they said, you're the first people I've seen in a month. Thank you. Wow. And then we did it again a year later. She said, it's you again. <laughs> so it was, uh, how do you build community when there's no community in your doors? And Yeah. yeah. You a couple of times mentioned uh, 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 values, right? Guiding values, principles that 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 sort of uh, are the, the um, central to the decision making that you guys use at Village Books. How, how would you how would you articulate the values of Village Books? Uh, we have a, a series of belief statements that we and, and core values that we impart to our um, our staff upon the day of hire, and we go through those, and we're we're always going through them and using them as a, a test. How are we doing? And guiding principles. Um, the it, to to start with the building community one book at a time. It sounds like a a, a logo or a, a a saying or just kind of a pithy statement, but it's true. We sell books. We sell gifts. We do a lot of things, but these things that we do, it's all in the spirit of building community. And when it comes time to a decision point and a program that we're considering to do or not. First question we ask ourselves is, will this help to further our mission of building community? And if the answer is no, then we might not be putting as much effort behind it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's really beautiful. Uh, okay, last question. What are you reading at the moment? Oh, God. oh well, I'm rereading Cold Millions for the third time because um, I'm going to be interviewing Jess on, <laughs> on his last event. So I want to make sure I'm good and prepared for that. Um, but I'm also, I'm really excited for this next book uh, that's not out yet. It's by Erica Bauermeister. It's called No Two Persons. One of the perks of being a bookseller is we get copies before they're published. So when on the day they're, they're released, we can say, yeah, I read this. It's really great. 
this is a new book from Erica that's coming out in May, and it's it follows the journey of a book from the writer when they first think of it and to her publishing it, and then the agent that discovers it, and then the audio um, reader who reads it out and his story, his full character and how we experience it. And it illustrates, and then the readers beyond that, and it illustrates exactly what you said. You read a book or you create a book, it's a solo act, but then it goes out into the world and everybody, it's no longer yours. Everybody experiences it differently in a different way. And no two persons experience the same book the same way. Wow. Well, look out for that one. That one, that one sounds great. Uh, okay. So uh, the Whatcom Reads book this year, one more time in case people are halfway listening, The Cold Millions by Jess Walter. Festivities really begin in earnest first week of March. So you've got time. Grab this book at the Village Books. Uh, read it so you're ready to go um, when Jess visits the area. Um, and to learn more about Whatcom Reads, that's whatcomereads.org. Paul, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Ray. It was a pleasure. It was fantastic. You know, I would have told you my my joke about paper books, but you wouldn't like it. Oh, no, please do. Bring it on. it's, It's terrible. It's terrible. Well, the more terrible, the better. See, when I met you, it went right over you. My joke about paper books is terrible. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for being with us. (laughs) A fine wine, your favorite jeans, a drop-top Chevy. So many things get better with age. Unfortunately, your furnace isn't one of them until now. With Barron's Payback Program, you can earn up to $1,500 in combined savings when you upgrade to a new high-efficiency furnace. The older the furnace, the more you'll save. And spoiler alert, two lucky customers will win air conditioning. That dinosaur in the garage has been keeping you toasty for decades. But as much as 40% or more of its energy could be wasted, yikes, that old furnace is costing you money. So call Baron and save up to $1,500 when you trade in your old model. Plus, two lucky customers will win free air conditioning, including the customer with the oldest furnace. Good things really do come to those who wait. But don't wait too long. Call today. Barron's payback program is going on now through February 28th. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. No purchase necessary. See barronheating.com for details. 62, 63, 64, Medicare. So many of us get hung up on our age, but what we fail to realize, we've been paying for health insurance since we were old enough to work, which means we may actually be getting a raise once we're on Medicare. Sound complicated? Let D&D Insurance help make the complicated task of enrolling for your health insurance a little less complicated. I'm Derek, and my wife Denise and I, along with our amazing staff of family and friends, keep things running here at D&D Insurance. We try to help anyone and everyone navigate this ever-changing world of health insurance. Whether you're retiring and trying to figure out Medicare supplements and Medicare Advantage plans, an employer looking for better benefits for your employees, or you're self-employed and needing a plan for yourself and family, we're here to help. Give us a call at 392-8159. See you at D&D Insurance, where we try to make the complicated uncomplicated. Thanks to Paul Hansen for joining us today and talking about Whatcom Reads here on the Whatcom Report. 
You know, the purpose of the Whatcom Report is to connect our community to the issues that affect Whatcom County. To this end, the Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce presents this program every week to talk about the subjects that affect business in our area. Your Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce is committed to these five things. Creating a strong local economy, promoting the community, providing networking opportunities, representing the interests of business with government, and facilitating factually grounded dialogue with business. For more information about the chamber, visit the coolest URL around, that's bellingham.com, or call 360-734-1330. Enjoy your day.